Welcome to the fourth and final episode of Around the Arena, a podcast series highlighting the UF Western Equestrian Team. I'm your host, Ryan Rhodes, a senior at the University of Finley and an IHSA Western Team member. This has been a four-episode podcast series taking you through part of the 2011-2012 season of the UF Western Equestrian IHSA Team. Throughout the series, we've been bringing you news, facts, and information on the team, interviews from the head coach, Cindy Moorhead, and anything regarding the Western Team and the equine industry. In today's episode, we'll have a rundown and review of the November Fish Show, how head coach Cindy Moorhead thought the team performed, and if there's anything the team is going to do differently in preparing for the next show. We'll also be talking about a new horse fee coming out in December that has a specific version for each season during the year. Let's mount our horses now and take one last journey. <laughs> the first show of the season finally came and is in the books. On November 5th, the Western team had two events at home and came away with a third place finish in the first show and a win in the second. Tiffin won the first show with 28 points and was followed by Akron with 27 and Finley with 26. Finley won the second show with 37 points and Akron finished second with 24. University of Finley rider Jared Bush was the high point rider in the second event. As far as me, I was very happy and pleased with my results. I showed in the intermediate one class and got first place in both of the shows. It is definitely something to be proud of in a day I will never forget. Head coach Cindy Moorhead is happy with how the show went and the way the team performed, despite getting third in the first event of the day. I think it went well. We ended up third, which, you know, isn't what I was hoping to do, but I just, I felt like our riders rode well. Uh, you have to remember these competitions are judged, so I feel like the judge didn't maybe appreciate our style of riding. This was a first show for a lot of Finley riders. For returning riders, the season feels somewhat different since there was no longer a JV team. Cindy said she had to find other people to warm up horses, which made things interesting. They had to make sure horses were warmed up properly and everything else got done in preparation for the show. Cindy feels though everyone worked together well and got things accomplished. In addition, she thought drawing horses during the coaches' meetings was the way to go. Yeah, it was very efficient. Um, you know, you don't have... 100 kids standing, waiting and talking and not yeah. paying attention in that. And it was went really quick and uh, worked out really well. There's some things Cindy would like to see improvement in. She says writers need to improve on fine-tuning. Each writer has their own different things they need to work on as far as their body position. This includes getting more stable and paying more attention to detail with their positions. Cindy thinks if they keep doing more riding and practicing, those areas will get better. There's not anything major the team will do differently in preparing for the next show on November 19th, but there are a few things to point out. Cindy says the team will keep doing different exercises and practices and make the riders work harder. In a recent practice, Cindy laid out ground poles and had riders trot and lope over them while standing, and at different times with and without stirrups. She's expecting more out of the team each time in practices. In the future, Cindy is going to recommend riders practice with their chaps on to get a better feel of what it is like when showing. Next semester, the team might also start doing more patterns and practices. Patterns are common in shows held later in the season. The November Fish Show was a first for new assistant coach Emily Kramer since she took over for Jake Bowman. Cindy thinks she did a good job during the span of the show. She's very good at um, taking on responsibility, you know, paying attention to what needs to be done and is there to help whenever I need it. And even goes above and beyond, you know, does things I don't even ask her to do, which I like. You know, it takes a lot of... Uh, pressure off of me because I not only have to coach but I have to make sure the show keeps running well and the horses are good. 
Cindy says for spectators and fans to expect great writing in the next show in hopes to kick butt. The show will take place on Saturday, November 19th at the University of Finley Western Farm. It will be the same schools coming to compete, which include Bowling Green, Wooster, Lake Erie, Oberlin, Tiffin, and Akron. The first event will get underway at around 9 a.m. I'll be showing again in the Intermediate 1 class and will also be announcing during the show. Hope to see all of you there. Wish us luck and go Oilers! There's a new horse feed coming out this December called Seasons Feed, which is supposed to be an entire new concept in the way people feed their horses. According to equinejournal.com, the feed takes into account the natural changes of nutritional requirements in each season. The feed includes the four varieties for spring, summer, fall, and winter. Each of the four uses a core formula of the highest quality ingredients. They're then refined for the season with an addition of features such as electrolytes, bug relief, and hoof support. For customer convenience, every three months seasons will begin filling retailer orders from the next season's feed. This feed is milled in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, in the middle of Amish country. It is then marketed and distributed by the Penfield Corporation. There are a number of factors and considerations that take into account the importance of seasons feed. The company says no one is more affected by seasons than horses. In the spring, vitamins come about in green pastures, coats need shedding, and beautiful riding weather strains unfit muscles in horses. During the summer, bugs need repellent, and on brutally hot days, horses demand salt and other electrolytes. In the fall, grass starts to reduce right when new coat growth requires amino acids. At the same time, putting on weight or maintaining it becomes crucial. When winter approaches, horses are depending on hay that's lacking in the vitamins that disappear in the curing process. During this time, horses are also battling wet, thrushy conditions and illnesses that often get passed around in close quarters. Jeff Caitlin, National Marketing Manager for Seasons Feed, says research has revealed that most horse owners already make changes to their horse's feed as the year progresses. He goes on to say owners add electrolytes and feed through bug repellent in hot months, add bites and other hoof support in the winter, and add probiotics when horses are more prone to colic. Caitlin says Seasons Feed is supposed to make things simpler for horse owners. He says they do the work, leaving the owners with the only job of providing quality forage and fresh water. As I said at the beginning, Seasons Feed will be available in four formulas, consisting of winter, spring, summer, and fall. Every three months, the formula will change in stores to maximize customer convenience. The first formula will be arriving in stores once December starts. This formula will be for winter. It will feature hoof support from biotin and zinc, fiber to support the digestive system for horses with reduced turnout, and digestible energy from fat to aid in maintaining weight in cold weather. Like all the other season's formulas, winter formula is pelleted for maximum absorption, easier consumption for horses of all dental conditions, in the elimination of sorting or settling ingredients. Kalen hopes having all the different supplements included in Seasons formulas will reduce waste and expense for the customer and greatly simplify their feeding routine. That concludes our discussion about Seasons Feed. If any of you want to learn more about Seasons Feed, visit the website seasonsfeed.com. To learn more about Equine Journal or to subscribe, visit their website equinejournal.com. This wraps up the final episode of Around the Arena. The podcasts are located at www.finley.edu on the athletics page. Just click on the Western Team section in either the men's or women's sports columns and then click the podcast section at the top of the page. If you ever have any questions or comments, send an email to roadsr at finley.edu. Again, my last name is spelled what you drive on. The letters are R-O-A-D-S. You can also post comments and questions on the link to the podcast from the athletics page. If you want to learn more about the show association, IHSA, visit the website ihsainc.com. Thanks for tuning in these past four episodes. 
It's been a pleasure doing these podcasts, and I hope all of you have enjoyed listening to them as much as I enjoyed putting them together. I hope the Western Equestrian team has a good rest of the season and brings home another national championship. I wish everyone, including myself, the best of luck. It's definitely going to be a fun ride, and hopefully all our hard work will once again pay off. This has been a production of Around the Arena, a podcast series highlighting the UF Western Equestrian team. I'm Ryan Rhodes. Thanks for listening, and so long.